Hey folks, this is Jillian from the editing room. Just hopping on to let you all know that this is part two. So if you haven't listened to part one yet, make sure you go back and hear the first half of this conversation with Paige from Reroot Gardens. That way you'll know exactly where we are as you start part two. Don't worry, we'll wait. If you haven't listened to part one, definitely go back and listen. We'll be here when you get back. For everybody else, please enjoy part two with Paige. Hey, ladies and men and all our non-binary friends. Join our Two Girls, One Plant community on Patreon. Become a monthly supporter of our podcast with one of our three different tiers. The first is our Plant Stand tier, which includes a shout-out and the password to our private Facebook community. The Plant BFF tier includes a first peek at new episodes, releases of merch, and more one-on-one time with us. And the VIPP very important plan person tier includes a code for 15% off merch to use anytime. Get to vote and come up with new episodes and more behind the scenes content exclusive to Patreon. We appreciate all your support and look forward to having it on Patreon. So I, I want to like kind of pivot a little bit. I want us to kind of maybe, you know, we talked about again, the broader scope of like owning a business and then the little details of it but what's a day like running a plant shop so like let's break it down with the first thing how do you and where do you buy and source your plants from because I think a lot of people are like oh you just go to a greenhouse like but there's a lot of decisions on how and where you get your plants from so yeah. So How do you do that. So here. So in case nobody knows where plants come from in the United States, tropical plants come. Well, they come from two places. They comes from California, comes from Florida. Obviously, in Florida, things grow a lot better. So a lot mm-hmm. more plants come from Florida, even cacti. But a lot of cacti also come from California. So here in the Midwest, we don't have any of those things accessible. And how we sort of started, and even in our current space now, we're really small. You you can make a couple, there's a couple ways to do it depending on the size of your establishment. So if you're a larger establishment and you have the funding, sometimes you can order directly from the growers themselves. But that also is a lot of work because you have to have those connections. You have to go visit those growers. You have to make sure that they're a reputable grower. Right. You have to make sure that they're sh- that they're actually growing, you know, up to your standards. And then you also have to find a shipping company who's going to actually pick up those plants from those growers and ship it to you, you know, hours, days away from Florida or whatever. Right. And that costs lots of money. And there's minimums for that. There's right. absolute minimums. And it's, I'm not just talking like hundreds of dollars. I'm talking like, like tens of thousands of dollars. Right. And, and there's also a great risk involved with that because, you know, the trucking company, it could be very cold. There could be a lot of loss. You could order an eight inch plant because you're not going and hand picking those plants. You don't know if that eight inch plant is actually grown to an eight inch plant standard. These days, our growers are being pushed to their maximum for pushing and pumping out plants and I will say we I get frustrated a lot because growers are sending out unrooted pothos cuttings they're sending out unrooted plants um they're sending out plants that probably shouldn't have been sent out but they they're almost Mm. forced to because the demand is so high for plants right now and that's a really dark side of the industry right now um but for us the way that we get it there is um we're fortunate enough to have two really amazing well there's more than one more than two but there's two that I like to visit two probably three total though there are three yeah um (laughs) two really amazing amazing wholesale greenhouses um, that are uh, wholesale only. They're not open to retail, even though one of them has a retail storefront as well. But yeah, everybody in Colorado gets their plants from the same two wholesalers. Just so in case if nobody knew, now you know. Um, and that's okay. You know, yeah. that's fine. But, um, yeah, we go and handpick our plants on a weekly basis. Uh, sometimes You guys go on, like, Mondays, right? We go multiple times a week. Oh, multiple times? So we go Monday, Tuesdays, Thursdays, Fridays. Sometimes I go on Saturdays. So wow. I'm constantly going. And it's really um, it's really amazing. It's really special. It's really – it's a it's an incredible place to go visit. I feel very privileged. I remember when prior to I, I opened the – the shop um how I found out about the wholesale greenhouses was I worked at a plant shop and um he was one day he was like do you want to go to the greenhouse and I was like <laughs> you're like yes, yes I want to go to the greenhouse and it was this privileged thing it was like you get to go to the greenhouse and like yeah. pick up the plants and mm-hmm. you know this was back in like 2014 15 16 in 
and the climate in the greenhouses was so vastly different than the climate that it is now. So now you have to show up when the truck gets there before the wholesale greenhouse opens to even get what you know, common plants. (laughs) Whereas back in the day, you know, I would go to uh, one of the wholesale greenhouses and they had pink princesses out and they had, um, you know, all the plants out and it was super calm and so chilling. We could take our time and it wasn't like this uh, elbow to elbow, almost like savage energy that you had to bring in. I'm not saying that, you know, other shops are savage or anything, but it's almost like you go and you're, you know, our anxiety kind of like heightens because there's a lot of people there and you're, you feel pressured to, because you want, you want, you have to get these plants. You have to get these plants for your shop. And it's like, you just, you have to grab them and you have to grab them fast. It's almost like Black Friday. Like I can't describe it any other way. It's literally like Black Friday at Walmart going and getting so plants on a weekly basis. Do you see then, I mean, yes, they are competition, But do you, you know, when you see them, is there like this level of like friendliness or being like, how are you doing? How is your plant shop going? Yeah. So my perspective, even from day one is I'm community over competition. I give everybody a chance. Like I want to know who you are, who's your shop. I try to introduce myself or when I see a new face, um, I try to say hello and I definitely say hi to, you know, people that we're friends with, you know, we're really close friends with, um, the terrarium shop Amber. She's amazing. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I love them. Uh, there's a handful of others too, that we say hi to Dennis from the herbery. Love mm-hmm. him. Love chatting to Dennis with Dennis. Um, but yeah, there is some people who, uh, some other shop owners who are just like, don't talk, get in, get out. Um, there's some shop owners who are extremely, um, not kind at the greenhouse. Uh, there's, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes. That's, that's another aspect that you have to consider when opening up a plant shop is like just the, the climate, like the local climate around it. You know, I sometimes question like if people like thought about that before they opened up a plant shop here, like, did you think, did you think that there, that there wasn't enough plant shop? already here you know what I mean like it's almost like the market here is so incredibly saturated Um, yeah and I mean that's fine I mean it's saturated in New York City it's saturated in Los Angeles too so places like that are experiencing it as well but it it can be a lot and there's sometimes where I just I personally can't even go I like you know have to just send Pedro in by himself but then he like (laughs) we meet up later meet up later and he's like oh I feel like shit (laughs) you know he's like I feel tired you know and I'm sure other and I'm sure a lot Mm. of a lot of other plant shops feel the same way but like I said it's like you have to get the plants you have to and you have to be there on those days because otherwise you go there and there's not the plants that you want and there's not the plants that you that are the the special ones you know and we so yeah there's there's a lot that goes in so then do you like with your inventory Mm -hmm. so you are like let's say we have golden polthos on the list right and you're like, okay, we have this many in the shop. Let's see what the greenhouses have. Yeah, so I think that some other shops do it a little differently than we, what we do. Mm-hmm. I've seen some other shops um, have, like, lists that they come in with. I'm not a list person, obviously. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, and honestly, having been to the greenhouse, it's a little wishful yeah. to come in with a list. Yeah, and, oh, like, you okay. can, you can like, send some green – some greenhouses will accept, like, a, a, a list. So, like, you can send them a weekly list of, like, wants, and then they'll try to set things aside for you. But if, you know, you send a weekly list to one of the greenhouses, he's like, that's not going to work because you're here showing up on the day that the trucks come. So why would – you know, that's not going to – it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. So um, for us, it's like we know, you know, golden pothos sell, snake Mm -hmm. plants sell, aloe vera sells. So we have our staples. But then, you know, we open the box, and this is the magical part of it, and this is the part that I've always kind of held on to the most, is like you open up a a, a box, and it's like, oh, it's like opening up your favorite toy on Christmas. You're like, oh, my God, (laughs) this plant is here. Are you serious? Or, wow, this is so different. What is this? Or, oh, my gosh, she is so beautiful look at her in her pot and so that's kind of like our process is like we look at the plant and you know we're like "Mm, is this does this plant look good like is this grown great and we always grab the plants that are grown really well grown good for their pot size very rarely do we feel like we have to make those exceptions and yeah yeah so with that it's very intuitive for us and I think um you know, Pedro and I, we're the, we're the, the team that goes and it's like, we were very synced and I've really kind of shown him 
how to shop for plants because this was his first time shopping. So he's, you know, when he first started with us, he was very cactus oriented. He didn't even enjoy tropicals. So I think that it's really, it's been really magical to kind of like watch him grow his taste. Mm. And, you know, oftentimes we do, sometimes we're like, oh, it's just another pothos. But, you know, this one's special because she's got these huge leaves or Mm. whatever. So, yeah. So, yeah, that's my favorite part is going and handpicking. But it's also you know, with the climate of plants right now is also very difficult because you're, you have to grab the plants that you have to grab. And sometimes you don't have the time to inspect the plant on the spot. And that's really hard because plants these days, because they're being grown so quickly and growers aren't being held to the standards that they used to, there's a lot of bugs and a lot of pests. And so we've had to um, step up our game on the back end once the plants reach the, reach the shop on like inspecting and looking. And I will say, Sam has gotten really good at it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we like uncovered a ficus Audrey yesterday and he was like, it has snails everywhere. <laughs> but oh, oh I mean, God. yeah, things, things just freaking happen. Mm-hmm. So treating plants behind the scenes has become and needs to become more of a, a routine for us. So you go to, so here's where I'm like kind of confused with the whole shopping piece is mm-hmm. like, so you walk in, everybody's like ready to go. We're all like, ah, oh, we're all going to get our plants. It's like kind yeah, of so little, like controlled chaos a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't see you walking around like <laughs> fulls of plants, right? Okay. So is there like a system of there like. There is kind of a system. So. But it's like your claim of that plant. Like. Yeah, kind of. So okay. the way that it, I guess break it down even more so the the trucks get there they just delivered the okay. greenhouses unload the, the trucks and plants come shipped in boxes uh, bigger plants are shipped in paper mm-hmm. and they set them in certain areas in their greenhouses depending on where the plants are stored you know just kind of how at the plant shop it's like Dracenia's over here Sansevieria's right. over here etc so they unload the boxes unload it we're all locked and loaded we're all ready <laughs> And then we just like, like I said, it's like Black Friday. Like you just let loose and you go and you're starting to rip open boxes and you go through every single box. We go through every single box, Reroot does, and we open up the sleeves and we're like, what's in this box? What's in this box? What's in this box? And we're talking like hundreds and hundreds of boxes. So you open up a box, you see a plant that you like, you grab them, you take them to a bench or a designated area. Mm. And this, and the people working at the greenhouse know this is such and such. This is her, this is him, this is them. Um, and that's how that works. And yeah, you're, some people get delivery. You can get your plants delivered. We take them on the spot to take them to the shop because we only have one day that we're closed. Um, so Mondays are, are the day where we go super ham on plant Mm -hmm. shopping. We do still hustle on Tuesday mornings. We're constantly bringing in plants. That's another, and Fridays it's, it's become another day where we have to hustle in the morning to get the plants out on the floor. But, um, yeah, so interesting. I'm cause like in my mind, I was like, how are these plant shops like claiming the plants? Like that's always like, I was like, how are they doing that? Like, mm-hmm. is it, if it was like, here's your sticker or like being mm-hmm. like, I want this one and this one. Sometimes you can tag, but you're just yeah. grabbing the plants from the, the trucks, the boxes and pulling them to your bench. And then most people just take them that same day. So, you know, we have a van and we just load up the van right after. Uh, okay. Um, gotcha. And yeah, I mean, there's been some instances, especially like uh, one greenhouse in particular, they have been releasing a lot of rare plants lately. And there's been some instances where somebody puts their plant on the bench and then another shop takes it, um, whether it's accidental or not, nobody knows, but yeah, that can be a thing too. Yeah, nobody knows. No one <laughs> knows. <laughs> but so. yeah, it's uh it's interesting. I will say for the most part it is um most most plant shops here in the Denver community are who they say they are, but Yeah, for sure. I know what you mean. <laughs> Um, so for, you know, buying, so that's buying local, right? You're buying from a local greenhouse. Yes, so let's talk about that because that is so special, right? Yeah, totally. Like you're, you're, when you purchase a plant from a plant shop in Colorado, because we're all getting our plants from the same place, um, you are supporting the plant shop and then you're supporting your local greenhouse and then you're supporting the trucking company. You're supporting the greenhouse itself. And let's be real, like our greenhouse is put in the work. Like one of them in particular, he goes 
on, you know, a bi-monthly basis, obviously not last year, but he goes often and checks in with the growers and goes and hand selects those plants himself. Now, you know, it is one of our goals one day to actually do that ourselves to grow into a space to where we can actually purchase directly from the growers. But after last year, growers can't even keep up with the demand that they have right now. So nobody's no great, no greenhouses are taking new clients. So it's not like even if we wanted to order directly from the growers, we couldn't. Um, wow. Yeah. So yeah, you're supporting a big long chain and some people, you know, are upset that, you know, a plant shop's four inch pothos is 10 bucks compared to the $4 one that you can get from Home Depot. Well, <laughs> it's because you're paying, you're not only supporting for the plant shop, but you're also supporting the 10 other people that work to get that plant to you. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Have you ever done like any type of importing or anything like that um, with for the shop specifically? I've tried. Yeah, yeah, I've tried. I haven't done any um like overseas importing just because I don't. Uh, that's really hard for me. I really don't, you know, I'm not, I wouldn't shame anybody for doing any sort of importing, but I don't have a greenhouse to house the plants when they come in. Like an, like I would want a proper established greenhouse with actual like real lighting and not just grow lights, not, not saying that grow lights are bad or anything like that, but just, I would want to acclimate them to our environment properly. And not only that, but like these days importing a lot of the people who are selling the plants, you don't know if it's actually being grown by them or if it's being poached. And that's really, that's a big problem for me. And then also it's a big risk, especially with last year and COVID it's like shipping plants in general, they can get held up and then you're losing thousands and thousands of dollars. So no, personally, I just haven't taken that plunge yet. Um, we potentially might be doing that here in the very uh, short future, but with a specific species of plant or family of plants. But as far as tropicals go, until we have our own greenhouse, that's not really something that I want to do. And until I can actually, you know, fly out to some of these countries and meet some of these growers, then that's a totally different thing. But I totally see that being something long term for us. Absolutely. But yeah, I I do have standards like <laughs> Yeah, I do have standards absolutely. and I don't want to always just sell a plant just because it's in demand. You know what I mean? You yeah. don't want to just sell plants to experienced plant parents. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing. I mean, well, <laughs> I just don't just want to sell a Thai constellation because somebody wants a Thai constellation. They don't, I don't know. Yeah. I, I just like, you know, it's like, well, I mean, a Monstera is dope too. Yeah, absolutely. Just a regular one. Well, let's talk about that. And, you know, you added this to our notes here, you know, talking about rare plants or, you know, again, we've talked about this before, like what rare means, but, you know, it it come down to it, it, rare plants, we'll just use it. But what, what is your take on, you know, that demand of having those more rare plants in the shop? Like from your, you know, how do you look at it as a business owner? You're like, well, is it worth the cost for, you know, whatever markup it is? Or, you know, could I lose this plant that I invested a lot of money, you know, through a wholesale price? Like, is it easily a plant that could die in our care? Like, Mm. or in, you know, what, what is that, you know, conversation with yourself and your team look like? And having these plants because like you know I mentioned I bought anthurium from you and I Mm -hmm. was like you know I trust your shop to have a plant like an anthurium and I have that trust where it's like I know the plant will be you know healthy that it's gonna you know survive I can take care of it It will acclimate to my environment really well yeah so so I know the story of that anthurium okay I know where it came from I know possibly what greenhouse like specific grower it came from as well Mm, um so I know sort of that I know its history and I know that it stayed within the United States and that it was grown Uh, in the United States it wasn't an imported plant so uh yeah so I know automatically I'm like cool she's you know I could sell this plant and feel good about it. And, right. you know, we've nurtured it in the shop and they've been amazing. I mean, it was a little intimidating. Let's not be real. Like <laughs> rare, rare plants just in general are intimidating, right? Because yeah. they are so expensive and they are precious and they're freaking amazing. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's just something with rare plants is that there is to a, to, to a point that there is a reason why they are quote unquote rare or hard to find is because they are truly special. But at, on that same note, it's like, that not saying that that's it's they're any easier to take care of (laughs) and yes because they are more expensive then there's a lot more added pressure to it for sure so yeah I mean until like I said just going back to it until we can like properly until I can feel really good about homing a, a plant and making sure that she's acclimated and that I've gotten her to a point to where she's actively growing before I can sell her at a hundred 
couple hundred dollar cost, then, you know, I'm chill with having the availability that I have. And I think that, you know, you know, there are other places where people can purchase rare plants. I, I personally purchase rare plants online. You know, there's certain shops that I trust like low G's and Glasshouse Greenworks, like there's certain greenhouses in the United States that do a really great job that I have full trust in supporting. But yeah, um, yeah, we're just not at that. We're just not at that level yet. And that is part of one of our long term goals. I know we're going to come to that question later. But um, yeah, the whole rare plant thing, you know, it's also been kind of like a pressure too for us as well, because, you know, we we are we've been around for three years and you know there does come a point where you're like okay I need to step up my plant game a little bit but it's also like mm, I don't know if I want us to st- I, w- I want to make sure that I'm doing it for the right reasons and not because yeah. I'm feeling pressured to yeah. do it because somebody else is doing it or um, you know I'm not going to go on Facebook and purchase Facebook plants and resell them so right so yeah whoever I purchased the plant babies from originally I want to make sure that they're they have the proper ethics or their ethics are in line with mine. Right. It, that yeah. It's just the whole process. It has to have, it just has to have integrity. Like I'm not in this to, to just like hustle plants for money uh, or like just hustle them because they're in demand right now. Yeah. I got into this because I love it. And it's like, I still want to have those same, that same love with any plants and just have like, hold on to my, my integrity of my business. And I'm not saying any business, like, if you're importing cool, like, hell yeah. If you have a greenhouse, if you feel good about it, hell yeah. But, like, we're just not there yet. Well, I think, too, for that, like, you know, you're talking about sustainability with your business, you know, 10 years from now. Like, that's where your vision is. So I think if you're in it for the money or just, like, you know, reselling and selling, like, very expensive plants, like, maybe that's not as sustainable Um, just being in it for the money. So I think just kind of like having that widened scope and saying like, you know, do I want to be sustainable or do I want to be doing this for a few years and make just like some quick money? Yeah. I mean, I do question kind of like what, what some, someone's, some plant shops intentions are when they're like, um, just getting into the game and they're like immediately starting to hustle rare plants. And I'm like, well, I know where you got that one from and I know it didn't cost that much. So like, where are you getting these costs from? You know what I mean? So some places, I don't know. I I do question or wonder, but at the end of the day, you know, every plant parent has their favorite plant shop in Denver. And that is one of the beautiful parts about our community is that it is so full and there is a shop for everybody Mm -hmm. and there is a shop owner for everybody and all the things. So in a way, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm still cool with it. Like it's, it used to bum me out. Like it did. It used to bum me out when I used to see another shop open. I'm again, full transparency, but it didn't affect my business. You mm-hmm. know, I thought it was going to, but mm-hmm. it didn't. In fact, my business is still is doing better than ever. So yeah, you guys always have a line. Like I know. I think it's just because we're small. Yeah, you we guys have a line just because it's small. It's small, you know? but like even let's just pretend like COVID wasn't a thing and like whatever, like you know you guys would still be jam-packed in that store if there was not a line out the door like I went like one weekend it was like a beautiful weekend and there was probably like 15 people outside and I texted Jillian and I was like can I just Venmo you and you bring the plant out to me yeah <laughs> I was like please I was like I I was like I drove all the way here and I was like I don't have time to like wait she literally <laughs> called me I like knew which plant it was I, was I like, walked out like a plant and a treat for Luna <laughs> I, I was like, Luna was here. I know. I thought about bringing her. I was like, I'm sorry. Yeah, we're gonna try to. It is a goal of mine to this summer to make it um, a little bit more fun outside. Yeah. And I think we're getting yeah. there. We mm-hmm. have some fun plans and ideas, and we're already starting to put that's them into awesome. fruition. So, um, yeah. But that's also part of the experience too. Like, don't don't get me wrong. I don't take anybody's time for granted, and I definitely understand. And I. I'm baffled sometimes that people are, you know, can and and will wait, you know, 20 minutes before Mm -hmm. coming into the shop, but also like we can only have so many people in the shop too. (laughs) So because of the, it's um, just the size. I mean, the Denver guidelines right now, guidelines, but honestly we might hold on to those guidelines for permanently, at least until we can um, expand or move into a new space. I don't know if you, do you follow Nooch Vegan Market on their Instagram? They just opened. They just opened back up. And they have a four person capacity. I know, isn't it? And I'm like, and I told them, I was like, 
you guys could have kept doing it pantry style where it's just like a walk up and let, yeah, you know. But I, I'm glad that they open because I actually really love going in there and, and like looking too. at, I spend way too much money every time I go in, but I do too. that's, I find the good stuff when I go I, in there exactly. and shop around. So <laughs> but the pantry style worked. Yeah. I mean, I'm so proud of them. They're, yeah. they're actually f- interesting story, but I'm pretty sure that they were in our building before we. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, they were, funny. they were on Larimer and they were in Proof. Before Aww, proof is proof. I think. Funny. I think. Oh. I found a photo, and I'm pretty sure it was our building. So crazy. Oh, cute. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna I don't know if them. that's true, but yeah, please ask them if they were on uh, 34th and Larimer. I was going to go to Nooch today later. Okay, cool. So yeah, let me know. I need some mac and cheese. Yummy. <laughs> we always got to talk about food somehow always. in the podcast. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> just a moment. Um, so, you know, with your with the shop, you know, you have amazing plants. You've picked your plants. You went to the greenhouse. You're like ready to go. It's the weekend. Yay. But you also have, you know, kind of like the completed plant parent package there. You have pots, you have substrate, you have tools, um, watering cans. Like you have pretty much we're trying one-stop shop yeah. for the plant parent. So back in the day, it wasn't like that. Mm-hmm. Like when we first started with Riru, it wasn't that that just wasn't that just I would just kind of brought in like you know I brought in candles that I loved and I mm-hmm. brought in books that I loved of course and I still do those things but you know now at this point I'm like I, you know we've grown and I I want to be that place I mm-hmm. want to be that place that you walk into and you can find everything that you need yep. and I you know of course I love being like no you can go support this greenhouse or you can go to this plant shop and support them because I know that they, that they have it but also like I take great pride in now especially like I've really we're in a really amazing place with all the things and equipment that we have for plant parents and I think um for us at least you know that's definitely a part of our our just how like our what we want to offer we want to be the one-stop shop for plant parents so we we're not just a plant shop we're like a plant mother effing shop you know like I want to have like the tools I want to have the pots I want to have the substrate we house make our soil and I take we take oh it is not easy I mean there's so much back in like where I love that you know like people walk in and it's like it's so amazing in here and our vibes are good and they really are but it's also like y'all have no idea what it's like behind the scenes (laughs) we bust ass I mean Jillian knows like I don't know if Jillian like you know if you knew how hard you were gonna work before you started working for us but god dang doing all kinds of stuff too like (laughs) it's so much you are like the moss pole maker like you are like all the moss poles yes which is great I I love a couple people tag me on Instagram and it's the cutest fucking thing I want to see all your moss poles that you guys make um but we make all kinds of shit like we also do the bundles every week and Mm -hmm. we do all of the rebrew exclusive potted babies and we do all of the terrariums and carnivorous terrariums Mm -hmm. and air plant terrariums and marimo moss terrariums Mm -hmm. and like yeah there's all kinds of stuff and then you have your clothing brand yes yeah we're trying to cultivate that (laughs) we're working on our uh spring our summer line Ah! um our summer line little it's campy stop that's the theme our summer shirt is gonna be campy i'm excited yeah i'm I'm excited excited. like truly like this is my favorite shirt. I wear this Thank shirt you. probably like three it's days looking, a week. Yeah. I mean, it's she's like, worn. It's, like, yeah, it's holding up like really She is good. holding up. Yeah. I wear it all the time. It's still black. That's like another thing. It's like it's still black. It's well, not what's faded. What's nice about it with the long sleeve too, I like a long, long sleeve. Mm. I, I'm a tall person, so I yeah. hate when long sleeves are. Anyway, it's a quality thing I look for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're, we've played around. You know, we've supported uh, local print shops with that. So we're, um, we're kind of testing the waters with a new company for the, our summer line. So mm-hmm. the feedback really helps. Thank you. Yes. Um, but I yeah. Love the length. Yeah. And the bomber just, coat. Yeah. The jackets. <sighs> yeah. So really, really like another long-term goal for us too is just to not have everything be house made and bespoke, but mm-hmm. just have, you know, a very large majority. And I'm talking like everything, everything be like in-house made, like re yeah. Like, like imagine walking into re and literally knowing that, not only is the soil reroot soil, but the pot that you're buying is a reroot pot, and the plant that you buy is a reroot grown pot, grown plant, and yeah. all of like, wow, that is our like t- long t- long term goal for sure. Yeah, and well, and with you guys too, because you guys closed in January for like a week or two, right? For like 
um, this past January, yeah, the new year, the yeah. new year Reich. So you kind of get like a refresh yeah, of we the did store. A refresh. I'm constantly, I mean, Jillian knows I can't yeah. keep things the way that they are. I like change. I like moving things around. I mm-hmm. like, and that's also just part of like the experiential. Like I want things to be fresh and different when people walk in. Well, in retail, you have to, even oh, just like working sure. at Whole Foods, mm-hmm. we are constantly moving stuff around all the time. Yeah. And that's just retail, like 101. You should be moving stuff around yeah. all the time. It's fun to do that. It is. I mean, that's, that feeds my creative soul, honestly. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, design wise, I've really kind of grown into really loving just des- plant design and how you style plants and mm-hmm. just playing around with how you can uh, style plants in a shop. Um, it's been super, super fun. And yeah, I love supporting local people as much as I can in terms of that. So, you know, we have a Bonnie, she's our local welder. She literally has done so many almost all of the shop fixtures. Like I would say oh, like wow. 75% mm-hmm. of the current shop fixture, fixtures that we have, she's done them. Yeah. So yeah, supporting, wow. yeah, again, it's like, you're not just supporting a shop, you know, you're supporting so many other people and right, so many other right. makers and businesses. So yeah. Well, I'm kind of curious. Um, you mentioned earlier that you have a lot of books there. Yeah. So how do you curate and, you know, decide what books you do want to sell? Is it just yeah. ones that you're like really in love with That's or just question. like. Well, I ask the team. So okay. my first, like whenever I have an idea, I go to the team now. Mm-hmm. I don't just like hold on to that idea. I like just go to them and I'm like, hey, this is what this looks like. What do you guys think of this? Or should we do this? Or do y'all have a book list? So actually mm-hmm. the last book order, I was like uh send me your books and Jillian sent me this list of like 10 different books I'm pretty (laughs) sure I brought in all of those books Mm -hmm. so and then I'll take um I'll personally take like a copy of each book if it's a new book that I haven't had and I'll take it home and I'll uh look through it and piece through it and make sure that it's like a book that we want to continue to carry so we do have our staple books that we continually carry um breeding sweetgrass that's Mm -hmm. one of my favorite novels um so yeah, so a lot of the books that we have are books that I have personally read and I encourage our staff to also get to know as well so that when somebody comes in looking for certain books for sure. um, that they know. There's one book in particular, um, it's our Grow Light book. She also wrote a houseplant book, but she is an incredible author um, and I feel so bad that I don't remember her name. Leslie yes. Howick. Yes. How- Listen, she is on a podcast and she, wow, she just like, I want to sit down amazing. and have coffee with her. because she She's just, amazing. Yes, she's a scientist through and through. Rude. She really is. I've always wanted. I've always wanted to read her book. I've never mm-hmm. had a chance to, and I'm always like, that is like something I feel like I really want to like buy and like get into with her. Yeah, yeah, she's amazing. She is amazing. Yeah, and we like sell like crystals and stuff like that. So we have like books on spirituality. Yeah, you guys and stuff. have not that. a big selection these days, but uh, yeah. Yeah, and you and so you also I noticed you have the classic casita um, yes moisture meter uh, moisture meter and you just got that really cool tool in for the soil pro from yeah Greenery unlimited yeah so fun I love okay so this goes into sort of um like just plant shops not being just plant shops there's plant shops across the the United States right now that are really stepping up their game um stump plants has always kind of been one of the the well-known plant shops they have multiple locations but they manufacture their own pottery and I believe they only sell their own pottery in their shops but uh like yeah that that's just like a big game changer for a plant shop you know um not having to like pay the higher cost markup to purchase a pot and then have it in the shop but then to also just know that your plant or excuse me your pot that you're making is made for plant people right so this I love that other plant shops are making their own stuff like their own tools because it's actually coming from plant people so greenery yeah Yeah. greenery unlimited can't like this is like a a amazing tool that hasn't even been existed before and it's better than a moisture meter in my personal Mm, opinion um and it's like beautiful like greenery unlimited is a beautiful plant shop in general it's a biophilic store so a lot of it is experiential in their space but um yeah they just came out with this whole new product line and they reached out to us and they were like hey we want our product in your shop in your shop so yeah same with mother uh shop mother they reached out to us to carry their fertilizer which we recently got into so super excited to have a cactus fertilizer now and super excited to have a plant elixir actually a new plant elixir that I love because in the past which I think you've purchased Mm -hmm. our previous plant elixir that's actually they're not from that's not plant people yeah it's a museum I forget who it is but yeah they don't make they're not plant people so I love that this plant this stuff is made by plant people for plant people like let's keep it in the fam you know what I mean (laughs) seriously well and I saw that and I was like 
what? Because I love that plant elixir because I use it for everything. Good. Um, and I'm actually almost out. It's lasted me that one. long. So I was like, I think <gasps> you're going to like it. I used, yeah, mm. I lo- I like took it out and I kind of analyzed it a little bit. It looks amazing. I'm start- I'm going to hopefully start to use it after it starts getting sunshine again. I can treat my plants. But yes. yeah. That's yeah. really cool. That's uh, that's one of the more fun parts of the job is to find new products. Yeah. And, and But again, you know, we have really, really high standards at Reroot. So um, right. there have been some companies that have reached out to us that I've turned down because they won't disclose what's in their fertilizer. <laughs> what? <laughs> or they won't um, tell me where they're getting their stuff from or if it's eff- ethically made or stuff like that. Ooh, so why are we not disclosing what's in what? I don't know. It's very interesting. Yeah. Not a good look, y'all. Let's be disclosing that. Yeah. Well, I, you know, we, we we talked about, again, being sustainable. But what really are your future plans? Like, what, what like, like, maybe let's take it, like, more short term. Okay. In the next year. What's, okay. like, something exciting that you're, like. Expansion. Exp- really? Mm-hmm. You're, like, kind of ready? Oh, we've been ready. <laughs> as soon as we moved into this location, it was like we outgrew it immediately. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been putting the vibes out there for expansion. I'm not sure what that's going to look like necessarily. Mm. I am open to whatever the universe is going to throw at us because the universe knows exactly what we need. So whether it's um, expanding our current location or expanding into a second location or moving into a brand new location in general, um, I'm not quite sure, wow. but I definitely feel it. It's in, it's happening. It's, it needs to happen, um, but I'm not sure how it's going to happen. So expansion in some sort of way, I think now the team feels strong and I don't think that we need to grow the team anymore. So I'm starting yeah. to put our eggs into um, putting our seeds into other areas of the garden. For sure. So yeah, that's the biggest short-term goal, I would say. But also, um, yeah, possibly starting to grow our own plants too. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. What would you like to grow? Uh, I mean, houseplants. Yeah, but, but like for you, what would you uh, love to grow? Like me personally? Mm, I mean, I would like to... D- because I've never really, I've never grown before. Mm-hmm. I would probably just like to start with, you know, some of the basic stuff and see kind of yeah. how it works. Maybe mm-hmm. take a couple, see if I can learn under some people and just kind of understand the inner workings of a greenhouse. Because, yeah, I know that that's not an easy job either. Yeah. And there's a lot to go with that. But, um, yeah, I would just probably start with, start off with some of the easy stuff. But it would be really cool to just be like, yeah, we grew this. Like, that would be, yeah, that's a dream come true for sure. That's really cool. That would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like, I mean, that's like a lot. That's like, oh my gosh. So, but it's you, a lot, like, but you, not. but you could do it, but you yeah, could I so don't easy. feel, yeah, you say a lot, but girl, sh- we, we've moved mountains with the shop, truly. So, <laughs> you really have. I feel like, like we can do it. You really could. No, and, it, but like, that, like, is such a huge adventure. Yeah. Like, like uh, yeah. that would be such a cool, lightly. like, learning process. For like, sure. That just amount of, like, really cool knowledge that you would, like, learn along the way. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That'd be so neat. I think that that's just, like, also the next level in my journey as yeah. a plant parent, too, right? Like, yeah. I mean, I still adopt plants on a weekly basis, but mm-hmm. it's also, like, I, I would love to just cultivate a lot of the same plant and, like, grow it and, like, you know, sell it. Yeah. And I think that, I wonder if that's the same for other plant parents and other plant journeys. Like, if that's the next level, you know, like, you're like, okay, cool. I have these rare plants. I feel really good about my collection. But then, like, what's the next step? I wonder. I want to, you know, we've talked about COVID a little bit, and I just want to touch on it kind of briefly. Um, How did COVID really affect you personally Mm -hmm. and professionally with your business? Yeah. Because I think it's affected us all differently, but still we have this, like, um, thing in common with it yeah we're all kind of feeling each other's like not burnout but just like we're all just kind of like maybe tired or just feel drained from it because it's just like continuous trauma fatigue but you know your your business closed you know last year six freaking months Mm -hmm. last year 
So I know you mentioned you did shipping. Yeah. And you adapted to that. So what was that like for you last year? Um, Because I think it's so important for businesses, especially to have that backup plan, to be prepared in a moment of crisis where you don't have any control or say what happens. It's a pandemic. That's what it is. You Uh have to adapt. And sometimes you just don't have any controller to say in general. For sure. But... Um, so when we moved into this new space and into this new location, I was like, cool, like I want to start selling plants online. And this was like, you know, we opened February. And so January was when I knew that we were, you know, we moved into this space and I was like, we're ready. We're ready to start selling plants online. And then COVID happened and we were forced to sell plants online. And then when we did, I was like, I don't like this. (laughs) I don't like, I personally don't enjoy the process of selling plants online. It just takes away the magical experience of handpicking your plant baby. That's not but that's also very interesting too, because I am also the person who purchases plants online. So <laughs> I, yeah. you know, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's different for me. Maybe if it was like more specialty plants for us, um, I would be open to, con- to sell more plants online, but like, you know, we were doing just all of our plants that we were selling and those are just, right. you know, everywhere from a pothos to a snake plant to everything. So it just didn't feel in line with, um, with us at the time we did it because we had to and we didn't do it very much I think we did a total of like four major restocks which really financially got us through during COVID um but yeah I don't think shipping plants is something that I quite enjoy doing um and yeah it was also really shitty there was a lot of loss involved last year too with um shipping plants too it was like you know, the U- USPS lost like 30 packages once and that was really heartbreaking because it's like, well, there goes 30 plants. Like they're literally just sitting in boxes dying like fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, just packing up a live being and putting her in a box to me just doesn't it just doesn't sit right with me for right now. I might that might change later. Who knows? Um, you grow as your business grows. Right. But I will say that it is super important to be able to pivot and to you know, recognize when things don't align with you and trust your gut too. That was like, that's a huge lesson that I've learned just in general, like business stuff, personal wise. It's like when your gut tells you something, you need to listen to it because it is telling you something for a reason. And it's probably a reason that you need to listen to. So yeah, uh, COVID, COVID, I COVID. think, I, yeah, I mean, I think about it and I'm like, wow, we were in COVID last year and I, I just, it was like, it felt long, but it wasn't long. And there was just so much going on, like, you know, pr- protest wise yeah. and presidential wise. And there was like a lot of distractions while we were all just trying to process what we were going through. And personally, you know, I spent a lot of time playing Animal Crossing. Like, shout out to that game for being, like, (laughs) what it is because that game was just so special. And it came out just at the right time for everybody. It really did. And I think that's going down in history. I'm getting my Animal Crossing tattoo soon. Oh, my God. Lily of the Valley. Oh, my God. I love her. That's a cute one. She's my favorite flower in the game. You have those, yeah. I I didn't get to the point where I have those. But I'll give you one. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Um but just processing. Yeah, and I I genuinely ha- was having the talk with with Coburn with my partner of like are we going to survive this? <laughs> like straight up. And we we were not I applied for some of the loans and some of those things, but I also again this goes just to who I am as a person. I I didn't take out a loan for my business, you know, like a a bank loan or anything like that. And Mm -hmm. I just, I have a hard time trusting the system. And I don't know, you know, if those loans ended up being great for, maybe it was ended up being free money for some businesses. Great, good for you. But I just, I don't know. I'm, we, we made it without it. And I have a lot of pride saying that. Um, But yeah, survived without any of that stuff and just barely, but also shout out to the, you know, employees that just, was able to just was like you know we can we can handle it you just focus on paying rent um yeah so yeah it was it was kind of easy because all we had to do was pay rent (laughs) Yeah. but at the same time it's also like yeah we barely barely made it barely made it um but then you know when we opened it was like wow what's going on yeah (laughs) well and two with that like I remember because you guys didn't 
open back up to the public immediately when restrictions lightened right you guys kind of mm-hmm. waited yeah like we waited a, a while month or two so we were gonna like yeah we we closed early and we opened up late but that was just again it comes back to ethics it's like we it didn't feel right for us to open yeah i agree um early or to just you know once the government tells you to open open like that's mm, sorry <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> like i don't trust you already i literally don't trust you at all so <laughs> <laughs> it's bad enough that i have to yeah. pay you tens of thousands of dollars a month <sighs> But, you know, (laughs) uh, (laughs) try to write that shit off as much as I can. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Yeah. So and then personally, it was also just kind of a nod. Like I we were two two years deep at that point. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, it was a really good opportunity to just stop. Um, to just stop but then also it was really difficult for me coming back because everything kind of came back in like a big giant wave and um, I did have some like physical um, and mental (laughs) issues kind of pop up because of the amount of stress that I had to deal with or that I was dealing with or had to process through not just with COVID but just with reopening and then the holiday season and then just you know yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of doubts that come after an episode like COVID, you know, you're just kind of like, well, what can happen now? And there's, you know, COVID brought a lot of stress for a lot of people, but my physical body was literally shutting down Mm. in January. And it was like, you, you can't live your daily life. Like you just have to stop. So there was a month in um, March that I had to pretty much like not all of March, but most of March I had to like literally stop, almost stop working completely and just not be it I wasn't at the shop a lot and yeah and it was because my physical body was like you're doing too much again (laughs) but it was also like I still think some of it was just still just dealing with life like it's it's I I don't know about you guys but like I kind of process life a little differently now and like things are just they just feel a little different Mm. you know yeah I know what you mean I think well I think with two with like this last year and just everything in general it's just like learning about boundaries and Mm -hmm. what you know like yes obviously we're capable of amazing things and challenging ourselves and others but also like at the end of the day it's like where is that boundary where's that line for yourself and Mm -hmm. your own health and your own happiness like Mm -hmm. where's that at so I think like this last year has really helped me specifically like try and like be like okay where is that and just kind of set those boundaries a little bit easier yeah Um, I'm all about boundary setting for sure but it's also you have to hold yourself accountable to those boundaries, and for I'm really sure. bad at that. I mean, it's bad. It's hard to just, like, set boundaries for a business and then hold yourself accountable to them because things pop up and things get busy and things happen and things need to be restocked and things need to be made and shit, soil sold out so fast and all the things. And so there's literally always going to be something, but you also have to nurture yourself. I mean, if, yeah. if something were to happen to me, then there wouldn't be any reroute at the end of the day. Yeah, so. for sure. And, like, kind of, like, last little piece I want to touch on, because I know we're kind of running out on time. You know, I love your business and what you've done with your business and who you stand for and who your business, like, what your business stands for. And your business is very vocal about human rights issues and social issues. And you do a really great job about, you know, being inclusive in the um, area that you're in and being accessible because Rhino is a gentrified neighborhood, right? And you recognize that and you recognize that privilege that, you know, as white people, we have being in this area and running a business in that area. Mm -hmm. So you recognize that and you stay accessible to that neighborhood, but also too on social media, you know, you post about black lives matter, anti-Asian hate, um, you know, being safe during COVID times, like all these really key important social issues. So I appreciate that. And I think from a business point of view specifically, maybe some businesses are, nervous or don't want to post about those things or speak about those things maybe in their public setting of the shop Mm -hmm. Um, because maybe like you know I see businesses with like Black Lives Matter signs in their shops which is great but also some businesses don't whether they choose or maybe they don't think about it whatever it may be but you know what do you speak to where it's just like a no-brainer for you where you just kind of like you're like it just makes sense to do it. Yeah, I think I 
just because I I hold on to the fact that staying true to yourself and staying true to who you are is super, super important. I think because I hold on to those ideas and those just that as a whole, that's why we are so vocal about those things. Um, to me, it's more than just a repost. It's more than just a sign. It's 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 so much more than that. And mm-hmm. there's always so much more that you can do. And, you know, we just talked about participating participating in Saturday's protest mm-hmm. um, and just participating in general. You know, I was out there protesting when I had to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know a lot of us were, but also just voicing that we were doing so and that we were going out there and saying, it's it's just because we're so community oriented, our community is not just a specific community. For me, community is everybody and everybody being yeah. included and everybody having a voice. For me, I, I, don't, I don't want to not speak on those things because those are relevant important information now I know that there's there is a a lot to say like you know some people are like well you're a plant shop so just I would come to you because I want to talk about just plants well you know plants also (laughs) it's like with plants are humans and with humans come issues and with Mm -hmm. those things come this and all those things so it's like you know there are I I am careful but I'm not going to be quiet ever and I think that the younger generation is holding businesses accountable for that and they're paying attention to people who say things and don't Mm -hmm. say things so you know if it comes to a business uh you know not saying or saying something I think that I will personally listen and I do pay attention to local businesses who say stuff and who don't say stuff and you better believe that I will support the business that does say stuff and yep. does say it at the right time and not just at the time that makes sense for them to say it too. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, you can't just say it for clout or whatever. So sure. yeah, just, uh, yeah. I mean, for us, that's just part of our freaking community. We are so diverse and speaking up against, you know, speaking up for the Asian community, speaking up for um, just, you know, people of color community in general, just, all of them it's it's everybody it's all of us and I do recognize that I am a a white woman (laughs) so you know my voice is is not the loudest in the room and I don't want it to be the loudest in the room for sure so yeah no and that's so important I think and I'm glad you mentioned like especially younger people looking to businesses like who are talking about it because I don't I don't support businesses that don't like if you're not going to talk about it or you know be inclusive and or just like you know, having that outstretched arm to this part of the community and excluding that, then I don't want to fuck with you. Mm-hmm. I don't want to support you financially. I don't want to give you money out of my hard-earned money mm-hmm. because what is that also supporting too? Mm-hmm. Is Am I complicit in that where, like, I could be possibly excluding a part of the community? Mm-hmm. I mean, in my mind, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I am. Yeah. At some level, maybe it's so indirect, but it still is affecting people. Totally. So. And uh, I will say it's like, you know, there's been a lot of like racial social issues happening right now and a lot of sure. political issues. But there's also just, you know, like when the cold front came through, like, you know, we were super um, uh, active in like providing resources to donate for home for our homeless community you know I was once homeless so I am Mm. connected to that community and um you know like dog adoptions and things Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. and you know pride month is coming up really soon and um yeah just yeah voicing just about these issues in general because yeah I mean we have the voice Mm -hmm. and I would it just wouldn't feel right to not say those things period no I mean you're right they're human issues and like ultimately we're humans buying plants like that's integral to everything that we do Mm -hmm. whether it's a plant shop or any other sort of retail shop and I also wanted to mention and now obviously of course I completely lost my thought um (laughs) but take um, your time so there are a lot of really big I got it I got it so there are a lot of really big takeaways for entrepreneurial folks and people that feel that drive to start a business there's a ton of things that they can take away from this podcast I think as a customer, a really big takeaway that I want to drive home is kind of this back end of the plant shops, even in our area and a lot of other areas that aren't California or Florida. Yeah. We're buying a lot of the same plants. We're carrying a lot of the same plants and pottery and tools. Greenery Unlimited would have reached out to multiple plant shops and we want multiple plant shops to carry their pro because it's a great product. 
So when you're deciding which plant shop to visit, it's important to see what they're posting and how vocal they are, who owns it, who the team is, because that's really who you're supporting. And you're going to be able to buy the same pothos at any plant shop in Denver. Yeah, I see a lot of people looking online like, where can I go today to plant shop? I'm going to be in this area of town. And it's like, there are five different places you can go to and they're all going to be a little bit different and they're all going to have a very similar selection. So yeah, as a customer, a really big takeaway I think is that a lot of these shops are carrying similar product and it's important to speak. And I mentioned this on our live, like it's important to speak with your wallet and mm. support the right places and that right sort of integrity and long-term, um, yeah, I don't know, vision. Yeah. 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 I mean, money is so important, right? Like, yeah. I mean, money now talks. more than ever. Yeah, mm-hmm. it sure does. It mm-hmm. sure, it sure does. And, and yeah, if you're not voicing where you source your products from or anything like that, then, you know, well, I mean, whatever. But yeah. like, <laughs> I, I want to support places that I know that have good, strong ethics and, you know, they're, they're growing they're doing things ethically and they're voicing their opinions and yeah. Thank and you supporting the community in that way. Totally. Yeah. I mean, from the get go, that is one thing that hasn't changed for us is the community aspect. Mm-mm, like yeah. we are always going to be community oriented and you know, yeah. When last year, when we weren't able to actually physically see our community, we had to, you know, try to be more vocal in other ways than we were. So for I'm sure. super proud about that. For sure. Real quick, I want to take a pause. Kay. Is there anything that you want to talk about else um, that we missed on or any other points that you want to drive home? They're like, damn, I really, really wanted to get that across yeah. for future business owners or plant parents. I think that we're, I don't know. I feel good. I mean, how do you guys feel? I feel good. I just <laughs> want to make sure. <laughs> yeah. Just I think in case you're like, oh, can we talk about this real quick? I just want to make sure. Mm. <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. Cool. kind of hit all the topics yay yeah. yeah good okay first of all thank you for <gasps> thank being you. here and just like sharing your knowledge like I have always looked up to you I tell Jillian all the time I'm like you know I always ask like how's Paige doing like I'm always like she's probably like always- she's stressed today <laughs> she's probably like her energy was buck wild yesterday yeah right oh I mean gosh. seriously though no I think about you all the time I'm just like she's just like I'm most like I'm always just so proud because I remember going in to reroute like in the early days like it was like a few months after you guys opened and I was just like you're gonna you're gonna be fine you're gonna kill it thank you like so I'm just like so happy to see and like a lot of the advice you gave us a year ago like mm-hmm. kind of like off recording time like afterwards um like I use your advice. I, I'm always like pages in my head. What did I say? It really pushed our podcast in in I a way that we say? didn't expect. You, you just really encouraged us to take it seriously. Yeah, you were just like you were like you guys are badass. Yeah. You are badass women. Like fucking kill it. Like you were just like you can do it. And I was like yes. I don't know. And you were like no, you are and yeah. you will do it. And yeah. I was like you're fucking right. I will. <laughs> look at y'all. Like look at you. Look at what you have now. Look at your podcast. Like you guys have Patreons. You have yeah. like you know steady income. You have yeah. stepped up your game, and it it shows. I mean, yeah. it shows, and it like. It's well, the your, only way to go is up, y'all. Your voice always comes into my mind. It's always like, okay, Paige said this to me. I just don't. Because, like, I have also, like, imposter syndrome sometimes same. when doing I mean, the podcast. Same. So, like, so, like, your voice comes into my head, I feel like, all the time from that day. And I'm like, okay, got it, girl. I mean, that's <laughs> you're right. I'm truly about that. Like, if you're yeah. passionate about something, like, fucking go f- head first because there's no other way to do it. Like, truly. Yeah, that's what. That's sure. why I, I'm here right now is because I, I yeah. found something that was my passion. And I was like, this is it. This is, I know that this is what I need to do. And it's turned into this and there's no denying that it's not meant to be right yeah. so yeah sure. thank you yay i'm so yay. proud of you guys though oh, i truly am and yeah i can't wait to see what's coming up i know so where can everybody find you at? find me personally well, <laughs> or well, find the business <laughs> I mean, business whatever I you want to promote i mean if you want people to slide into no. those dms girl we're probably not <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, you can find me at uh, Reroot Gardens on Instagram. I am the one who does the Instagram feed. So all of you, like that's it. All of it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, Lupita, we just hired Lupita, but yeah. she hasn't started. That's not gonna happen for a minute. So yeah, that's just me. Um, 
yeah, if you want to talk to me, you can reach out to me because I'm the one oh that answers the DMs. But, uh, yeah, I'm always happy to chat plants. Ask uh, if you have any questions about business that we didn't, like, really kind of discuss, uh, go into now. I am more than happy to tell you my experience. And I will say, you know, this is just my experience and my story and the way that my business has happened. And it will be different for all of you out mm-hmm. there. But the biggest thing is, is, like, yeah, take it seriously. Take it seriously from the beginning. And for sure. please be passionate and please have, you know, the right – do it for the right reasons you know money money isn't everything it's really not and it's not sustainable yeah for and sure. it can it can destroy a lot of things so well and you know you're such a wealth of knowledge so like if you guys really do have you know wonderful plant questions um or any questions about business like you are just like such a wealth of knowledge Thanks. like I remember, like, back in the day, just going to Modern Nomad and, like, seeing you, and you just be, like, telling me all these wonderful things. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is, like, so, like, so much, like, value to what you were telling Mm -hmm. me. So, like... I can't wait. Everybody needs a piece of that. What if in, like, a year we're in, like, a totally different... I can't wait. I know, right? I know. We'll see. Yeah, we will see. (laughs) All right, y'all. Well... Thank you. And then you can find us at Two Girls, One Plant Podcast on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, uh, TikTok, and and then also uh, Patreon. Mm -hmm. Uh, Join us on Patreon. We have really awesome exclusive content over there. I am going to be posting this video soon. It's it's pretty funny. (laughs) Oh, God. Just the video of us having meltdown Uh, recording. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's going to be good. And check out our online store, twogirlsoneplant.com. I did actually just go over a summer design with Alex for the podcast, <gasps> which I'm super excited about. Oh, I'll talk to Madison about it in a minute, but it's going to look super good. Like merch? Yeah. Oh, how and funny. Then, you know, Paige is going to be doing a summer line for Reru. Yes. So oh, yes. that is already in the yeah. works. You're going to get a sneak peek at that. And yeah. there are other things that you can order from Reru too, like oh, shower so bundles much. and posters to support our designer and all kinds of things. So. Yeah. What's the website? It's rerootgardens.com, right? Yep, rerootgardens.com. There's not a, not a lot up there right now, but there you can always buy it at some way. Just DM me. <laughs> and you guys are on TikTok now, too. Oh, my God. Go the follow the shop on TikTok. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. She said that, so now we're going to post videos. Yes, do it. <laughs> it's a real thing. It is a real thing We're now. putting it out there. All right. Well, wonderful. Well, thank you guys for listening, and we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Yay, we done it. Wow, that was fun.